the reason I came to you. I'm really good at a lot of things, but I've gotten really sloppy on my simple things like autoresponders. So I am using the absolute generic right out of the can, which basically says, thank you, your appointment has been successfully made. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> with a little guidance or a third grade education, I should probably be able to uh, improve upon that. Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. I'm Kimberly Whitecamp, your host, conversion copywriter and marketing strategist, and I am so excited because today we're doing a new segment for the Audience Converter Podcast where we do some hot seat sessions on your big burning marketing questions. And my very first guest is a wonderful person who I'm in several groups with. His name is Jack Hartsman. And, you know, Jack, he is the host of Visual Wow, another awesome podcast, and owner of Washington Photo, a division of the Washington Talent Agency in Rockville, Maryland. And he's the first guest for this new segment of my podcast. Guests will be coming on with their burning questions about marketing for their business. And together, we're going to strategize and guide people to the best answer to move forward with a plan and action step. You can learn more about Jack at visualwow.com. And if you're interested in being a guest and getting your free consult in the hot seat, contact me at contact at theaudienceconverter.com for further details. So excited, Jack, to have you on the show and to talk about marketing because it's my favorite thing to talk about. So welcome. Well, first of all, if I had known that I was going to be your first guest, I would have charged triple what I was charging you for the first one. And it is absolutely my pleasure to be on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Fantastic. Fantastic. So we are just going to dive right in. Jack, tell everyone listening a little bit about you, your business, and your podcast, and what brings you here today. You know, necessity is the mother of invention. And uh, I am a 25-year older version of you who loves marketing, loves communication, loves writing, loves helping people take their message to the rest of the world. And I have decided at my age that if I don't start thinking slightly out of my own box, that I, I just can't keep inventing new. I can do it for other people, but I have found in the last several years that I'm too close to it to do it for myself. So as you mentioned, we're part of a bunch of groups together. I have been uber impressed by what you've been saying to a lot of uh, my other peers some closer to your age, some my age or older. And I don't mean to make age a big to-do, except that my kids are 26 and 29. And that's my son over my shoulder. He, uh, he actually moved. I'm in the D.C. area, Washington, D.C. area, and he moved to Denver. That's my way of reminding that he's always over my shoulder still. But I digress. Anyway, so I don't mean to make age a big to-do, except that especially in the world of social media, and social communications as a general proposition, people that are in their 50s do not think, act, taste, touch, smell things the same way that somebody in their 20s or 30s does. That's not an opinion, that's fact. And so when I got into the podcasting space, I went to my mentor, who happens to be a, a very old friend of mine, and somebody you know very dearly, Doug Sandler and Strick Bonner from turnkeypodcast.com, plug, plug, plug. 
And, also, the um, wonderful people behind launching both of our shows. There you go. So, Doug and Strick are old colleagues of mine here at the Washington Talent Agency, where I am sitting at my desk for the very first time since um, probably about March 9th, 2020. I've come in a couple times to look at the mail, but this is the first time I've actually sat at my desk, hooked up a microphone, put a webcam up. And uh, I mean, that's just a frightening statement. I, my company is used to doing somewhere between 75 and 125 photographic events a, a month. And right now we're doing between three and five. So I, I, I've been really impressed with the way you've been talking to people in some of our groups. And I thought I would reach out unbeknownst that it was your first, uh, I was your first guest. But you seem to really know what you're doing. I love your energy. And um, hey, I'm all yours. What can I do? Absolutely. So you're the first guest for this segment. Of course, you're, I don't know, guest number 50 or something for the show I itself. I'm, I'm not keeping track here. But you know what? I want to know a little bit. You know, we had talked before pressing record about one of the things that you felt was missing from your marketing was that you felt you were you. You know, you weren't quite in your marketing and, you know, you had joined my list and you really liked the welcome series and the autoresponder. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, what that looks like. You've got your podcast, right? And you have people sign up through a form and then they get a confirmation email. But right now your confirmation email is a little bit on the generic side. So why don't you go ahead and read me what people receive when they are confirmed to be on your show? And let's see if we can't add a little bit of you and your personality to that in the next few minutes. I think that would be totally awesome, and I totally appreciate that. So as I mentioned, I am looking for some counsel, not only from uh, my friends at Turnkey Podcast, but the reason I came to you, I'm really good at a lot of things, but I've gotten really sloppy on my simple things like autoresponders. So I am using the absolute generic right out of the can, which basically says, thank you, your appointment has been successfully made. And I'm pretty sure with a little <laughs> guidance or a third grade education, I should probably be able to uh, improve upon that. All right. So right now, all you have is the generic thing. And I happen to know that Jack is using Acuity. So he's got the um, imported information about somebody's time, the when, where, uh, on exactly. them booking their appointment. But it literally just says appointment confirmed at the very top. And then it says, thanks for booking your appointment, which is super generic. It's very dull. And it's not really a great, you know, representation of who you are and what you're going to do for people. So let, I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions and we're going to see if we can't spice that up a little bit. So when you meet an old friend, what are the first two things you're going to say to them if you haven't met them or spoken with them within like the last two months, let's say? I would usually look at them and say, my God, you look so much better five years ago the last time I saw you. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't really do that. Um, no, I, I absolutely feel like especially in the business that I'm in, not just as a photographer by trade, but in my whole podcast world. And most of what we're talking about in Acuity and most of these autoresponders are going to guests and clients that are coming on the show. So it really needs to be warm and inviting. And hey, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, give me for the show. And, you know, it's really got to feel welcoming, like mom's apple pie and come over for Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. That's wonderful. You didn't answer my question. I apologize. <laughs> Did I do something wrong? I mean, no, I no, 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 no. See, again? this is what happens though. This is what happens when people get too in their head about their own marketing is they have an idea of what something they want to convey is, but they can't take the, the simple approach to it. So my question was, if you meet a friend, right? Let's, let's forget about podcasting and autoresponders and marketing right now. Sure. If you meet a friend and it's been a couple of months since you've connected, what would be like the first one or two sentences you would say to them? 
how have you been? Um, I can't believe it's been so long since we've seen each other. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you don't use any uh, different kind of language then. So what I'm trying to do is capture a little bit of your voice no, and I, a little I, bit of I, your personality. You stumped me. I, I get it. I stumped you? No worries. Yeah. I did not stump you. Okay, so you want this to be welcoming. And yep. you know what? I'm a big fan of congratulating people for taking action and doing something for their business. So one thing I'm going to ask is, you've got a couple of questions I know for people to get approved to be on the show. Do you have a pre-application of any kind? I don't because I'm about 40 guests into my new show okay. and I know so many of them personally. Oh, fantastic. That I don't have, I haven't, I, it's right around the corner though, which is another reason why you and I are talking. Fantastic. All right. So if you know these people personally, and even if you don't, you might've had like one or two interactions with somebody before inviting them onto the show. So right. we're going to take it from the approach of so excited for you to be a part of this amazing thing that I'm doing. So I would say something like, uh, go ahead and open your email with a phrase such as congratulations for being approved to become a guest on visual. Wow. I'm so excited to have you as a guest because you're going to become a part of something that will live on and help. Now, Visual Wow, I'm pretty sure is for photographers, but uh, give me a 60-second description of what Visual Wow will do for people who listen. Well, so I'm a seasoned photographer. Uh, I've been in the event business for my whole life, my whole adult life, and my industry is in dire straits trouble. And we've lost friends who could not see past COVID and have taken their lives. It's been that bad. VisualWow.com is a 25-year-old company that my wife and I started in 1995 for a completely different purpose. And we, ha and we can talk about that if you want to later. We have resurrected the name. It is a play on words, which stands for Cool Pictures, Visual Wow. Everything we do, we all go, wow, or man, that looks really cool. Well, Visual Wow is a play on those words. And on Tuesdays, we broadcast information for event professionals, caterers, florists, event designers, event planners, corporate meeting planners, party planners, wedding coordinators, blah, blah, blah. And on Fridays, we gear, towards the, gear the podcast more towards photographers, tips and trends, and, uh, and things of that nature. So it's really keeping a positive spin on the very huge challenges that are facing the live events industry right now. All right. So what you're going to say is I'm so excited to have you as a part of this project that is keeping a positive spin on the events industry right Ooh, now and call. giving valuable information to people who fall into the event planners, photographers, and event industry professionals. I like it. All right. So that is your first couple of sentences, right? You've got your new greeting. I'm with You've you. You've got your new uh, congratulatory statement, if you will, which is going to Create a positive reflection for people. They're going to get that confirmation. Oh, yes, okay, cool, I'm booked. But, oh, right, this person is going to invite me in to be a part of this huge resource. I'm contributing to something, so I'm really stoked and fired up to be a part of the show. All right, so we, we've got that very first, you know, sentence or two dialed in, which is fantastic. And now I want you to think about what is the number one thing you want to remind people about for their booking? So an interesting thing that mentor both of us have uh, said to me jokingly last year, and it's resonated to me ever since. He said, Jack, treat your audio and your podcast as good as you take, as seriously as you take your lighting and your photography. 
And so, as we both know, crappy audio in a podcast is the first reason people turn things off. So I really try to emphasize, uh, even to the people that I know who I know are tight on money because our business is in the toilet, I try to tell them, look, you're on Zoom calls every day anyway. Will it kill you to spend 50 or 75 bucks on an Amazon microphone, which is right now all I'm using. This is my office microphone. It's not the $300 microphone I have in my main recording studio. But so what? It's light years better than earbuds or, or a laptop computer kind of a thing. Oh, yes. That laptop mic with the teeny, teeny noise and the big, big echo of the entire room. Pretty much I'm like, look, if nothing else, please plug in headphones, right? Exactly. Because exactly. that at least cuts down on some stuff. Awesome. So you have highlighted the number one thing you want people to remember before showing up. And right. I happen to know that Acuity is going to be sending out, uh, usually it's like a one day and a one hour reminder. But there's no harm in planting that seed early. So not. what you're going to say next, right? You've told them congratulations. And now it's time for you to highlight what you need from them to get a great episode. So quick reminder, make sure you've got a quality microphone to use on this interview. I know that uh, it's another small investment, but most of us are hanging out on Zoom all day anyway. So it's $50 to make us appear professional in any way, shape, or form that we show up in our world right now. This will also make your episode you know, easy to listen to. And quality audio means people stick around. Uh, Sub-quality audio, no matter how great the information, means people tune out within 30 seconds. And I can direct them directly to the page on my visualwild.com website, uh, which talks about all the equipment that I use, both photographically as well as audibly for the podcast. Absolutely. Here's a quick link for you. If you don't have a microphone and don't know where to start, this is a, you know, a Love really fast question for you to, to get started and to be prepared for our wonderful episode. I got to ask you a question. Have you ever thought about making this a business? Because this whole hobby <laughs> thing that you're doing, you're doing it really, really well. And you really ought to try doing it professionally because you seem to really know what you're doing. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm a copywriter. I, I write copy for a living. Uh, that is what I do. And I also help people plan out their marketing and figure out, you know, where no, do I need to I, go? I, I, I know how serious you are. I just wanted to compliment you on, on how you're taking this little dog and, and, and running him down your, your aisle here to tell him to get me to do the things that you need me to do. Uh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm really glad that this is, you know, matching what you're looking for. So far, so good. And you know what? Confirmation emails don't need to be super long. You want to give them a positive feeling. You want to let them know that what they've done has definitely been finished. So something like, you know, here are the details of your uh, upcoming appointment. That's already imported with Acuity. And then I would say you want to have a nice close and give them one more way to make sure that they show up. So at least with my uh, booking software, and I'm pretty sure Acuity does the same thing, there's a button that says something like, be sure to add this to your calendar. Yeah, it's is on that all correct? Of, it's on all of mine, yeah. Okay, so is that a, just a button at the bottom? Does it just say add to Google, add to Outlook, add yes, to something? exactly. Okay, so then I would direct people in the body of the email to something like, be sure to click the button below for your preferred calendar to make sure this appointment gets put on the calendar or something along those lines. Right. And then you're going to close out the email. Perfect, perfect. I'm really excited that you're sending me the audio of this so I can actually remember what we just talked about. Absolutely. So you're going to close out the email with a thank you. Thank you so much for becoming a part of this powerful resource. Can't wait for our interview. Good to meet you.
and then whatever your normal clothes is. So like my normal clothes, I'm a huge fan of the keep calm and carry on meme online. I love London. I love England. I've been twice and would go again in a heartbeat. There's so many things to explore. And I love the fact that you can use it to inspire whatever you're talking about. So oftentimes I'll close my shows with keep calm and carry on. If I'm talking to somebody who I want to connect with on, on email, it's keep calm and connect. You know, if I tell people that they need to listen to my podcast episode because it's something great and wonderful, those emails close with keep calm and listen to the podcast. Keep so whatever you're- I like that. I like right? that. It's, it's fun. It's fun. It's different. And it's an interesting way for people to remember you. So whatever your normal close is in any kind of communication, even if it's all the best, best, uh, sincerely, kudos and wait, can't wait to talk to you, whatever that is, make sure to include that in your email because this is an email from you. Yes, your system is sending it out automatically, but you want it to be a little bit more personal. You want it to stand out. You want to showcase that they want to open the confirmation emails. And then if they also opted into your list, that it's a good idea for them to continue opening further messages from you as well. Gotcha. All right. So I believe we have mapped out your confirmation email. Do you have any outstanding questions? I, I do. Can I pick your brain for one more thing? I don't Let's know see. if you do this, but mine, um, I also send out a thank you 24 hours afterwards. Okay. And, I, and then I send out like a brief, now that you've had a chance to digest this seven days after, with a, with a little short form in it. And I don't think I'm being nearly, I think people are thinking it's like a Yelp review and I don't want that. It's a how did you feel about this? And I, I really want to get their take on it. And, the, and out of, out of uh, 25 interviews, I've only had one person really understand what it's about. And um, I, I think I don't have the right words to get it. What I'm trying to get from people is, no matter how you got to the podcast, did you, did you leave the podcast feeling fulfilled and that, it was, and that it was something of value to you? So you're asking your guests this? I'm asking my guests this. I'm saying okay. a, a day after I say, thank you for coming on. Hope it was a great experience. Social links, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, about a week later, I send out, I think it's seven days later, I send out another one that says, uh, now that you've had a chance to absorb everything that happened with the podcast, have you gotten any feedback from your friends, your clients? How do you feel, you know, what, what the value was of the whole process for you? Okay. So right away, I would say you're using the wrong timing. If you're sending it out a week after, is that a week after they record the interview? Oh, good point. It's the week after I record. I may be, I may be hedging, I may be clipping my hedge. So if you're sending it out a week after they record, their friends, family, colleagues, and anybody else in the world who might know they're going to be on a podcast haven't heard it yet. Right. It's my assumption. Okay, so we'll push that to 21 days, and then what happens? <laughs> <laughs> so what I would do is you send it to them three days, maybe, after their episode goes live. So first, of course, you're going to contact them before their episode goes live saying, hey, your episode's about to go live. Here's how you can share it out. And then I would say about three days later, because you want that positive feeling, A, you want enough time for people to go in and listen to it, for them to start receiving feedback. You don't want to leave it too long. So I would say, you know, about three days later, if you want people to share with you the benefits of being on the show, phrase it that way. What kind of benefits have you seen in the last few days after being on this show? Did you get feedback from colleagues? Did you, uh, you know, suddenly see an uptick in inquiries for your business? Frame the survey in a way that's beneficial to them. 
Because I understand that you want information, but most of the time people are going to ask, you know, what's in it for me? So what's in it for them to fill out that survey and tell them exactly how long it's going to be? Is it a one-question survey? Hey, I would love your feedback on uh, your experience and how I can improve the experience for future guests and the benefits of being on the show. Can you take this one-question survey? Can you take this three-minute survey? It would mean a lot to me, something like that. Love it. Love it. Love it even more when I listen to the audio and remember everything you just said. (laughs) Right? You're like, I'm going to put this through a transcription service. There you go. Yes. So absolutely. You know, uh, when it comes to automated um, requests of any kind, when we're talking about confirmation emails, when we're talking about thank yous, when we're talking up follow-up, the most important thing to remember is that it needs to be personal. And the second most important thing to remember is that it needs to be in terms of how it will benefit the people receiving the message. Does that make sense? 100%. So it's really tempting for all of us to be like, oh, I need more data. I need more data. I need more data. And it's true. All of us should be recording and, you know, gathering data around what we're doing. But most of the people on our list, they're busy, right? There's things that they're doing. There's other things that are distracting them. So if you want to encourage people to give you that information, you need to frame it in a way that people will understand that it's a benefit to them. Oftentimes when I send surveys out to my list, I'll say something like, I want to make sure you get the best experience by being on my list. I would hate to be sending you information that's not relevant to your needs. Could you answer this one question survey? I got you. Awesome. So. Can Go I, ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You, you finish. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm starting my, 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 my podcast host hat just got turned on. I was gonna ask you. I was gonna start asking you questions. But go ahead, finish yours. Uh, no, no questions for me. I think we're nearing the end of our time, Jack. And I hope that you found this helpful and everyone listening in, realizing that confirmation emails are a really powerful first touch point for a lot of people who are joining our community. And when they're personalized and framed in a way that makes it relevant to our audience, they're a lot more likely to get opened, which can lead to more interaction further down the line, uh, whether that is people joining your group, being ready to open your emails, being ready to witness whatever your next offer is and click on through. So Jack, I want to say thank you so much for coming on and for being a wonderful first guest and letting me dive into your business about confirming for your podcast guests. Uh, If people want to learn more about Visual Wow and you and what you do and what you bring to the world, where can they find you? Well, we're on every podcast platform known to mankind. Uh, visualwild.com is our website. We are also on Instagram at visualwild the podcast. And to see more about me as a photographer, it's on Instagram at just ask for Jack. Just ask for Jack. Awesome. And one of the things that we talked about today is how to create a solid confirmation email. And if you're looking for more information on how to create a not only a solid confirmation email, but how to create the next few emails people receive, such as a welcome series, I have a guide called Crafting the Perfect Welcome Series, Seven Top Tips for More Clicks, More Opens, and More Sales from Your Emails, in which I talk about confirmation emails and how important they are. And you can grab that at theaudienceconverter.com slash giveaway. Jack, thank Thank you so much for being on and I hope you got a lot of value out of today. I sure did. Thank you so much for having me. Hope to see you next time. Fantastic. Remember everyone, while you're listening, keep calm and carry on and go check out Jack and all of his wonderful photography focused businesses. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.